Warning. This podcast contains strong language, sexual content, and poorly executed impressions. Listener discretion is advised. She's never had an orgasm. <laughs> and I'm going to make up for that. <laughs> this is going to be very difficult. me colon pierced and inked uh, by the author is simone Sowood, and i cannot believe that that name is real is that a real name i i don't know it might be it might be a nom de plume but as far as i know that is the author's name <laughs> it's like so wood so wood it's like how much wood is it so wood, so wood. Like the most wood <laughs> we're getting off track already this is gonna be great this book is so bad. This book is a gem. Uh, so a li- there is a prologue on this book. Um, take it away? I will. Well, I've already given you the first line in the voice that I will be doing for this episode. Uh, yes. <laughs> Caitlin decided before we started recording that I was going to do the guy's voice as Professor Snape. Yep. And, and I will do it as Voldemort's. <laughs> We've been on a Harry Potter kick lately. And my Voldemort is based off of a bit we do all the time that none of our friends find funny. Yep. Yeah, Voldemort goes into Starbucks is only funny to us. I, I don't know. Wait, should, we, should we do it? I mean, I suppose if it's that bad, it can always be edited out. True. All right, let's do it. Go ahead. No, Are you, you start. Oh, yeah. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you? I would like a grande strawberry and cream frappuccino. Okay. Uh, can I have a name for the order, please? The Dark Lord. Uh, that's that's a little long. Can you just give me your real name, sir, please? Voldemort. Uh, how do you spell that? <laughs> T O M. Are you sure? So Tom. Yes. The name is Tom. Okay. Perfect. All right. Uh, it's gonna be four ninety. Do you take sickles? I, I don't know what that is, sir. I'm sorry. Galleons. No. American Express. Sure. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Should I go down to yes, the yep, counter? Yes, you can oh. just wait by the counter okay. and we'll, we'll call it out right, when your drink is Goodbye. ready. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Uh, I have a, I have a large, <laughs> I have a tall latte for Mike. Is that for me? Is your name Mike? No. Then it's not for you. <laughs> In the silly zone, yeah. Voldemort always <laughs> kills the barista at some point during the interaction. But I, I never know when it's going to happen, so. I always just like live in fear that that she's gonna kill me. <laughs> Nobody else finds that funny. <laughs> I think so it's funny. fucking hilarious, but no one else does. Oh god. So, uh, so all right, prologue? we got that out of the way. Now let's get back to Pierce Me, Pierced and Inked. All right. So this is the prologue. I've already given you the first line. So here we go. When Eloise walks into my tattoo parlor, she thinks she knows what she's after—a piercing to help her help take her where no man can. But I don't want to help her the way she thinks. I had a crush on her all the way through grade school. The last time I saw her was seventh grade when my life was falling apart. Now she has the same cute ponytail as always, but the rest of her grown-up body makes me hard just looking at it. Oh, ew. I know. It's a weird, like, there's not enough space between talking about grade school and talking about your dick. It's just not. Oh, no. But we're not done. I'll give her a piercing, all right. 
and it will be the deepest of her life. <clears throat> Never had an O. Welcome to Oh My God. <laughs> God. Then the thing at the bottom nope. is a steamy standalone contemporary romance with a sizzling hot hero. No cliffhangers, no cheating, and a guaranteed happily ever after. Ding. So that's the setup for this book. I'm, We're going to be talking a lot about genital piercings. I'm so ready. Dick twitching and uh, other stuff. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm not very good at lists. <laughs> Dick twitching, genital piercings, <laughs> so- end of list. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) We really should drink more before we do this. Well, we do have booze in our hot chocolate we're drinking right now. What? Don't tell them that. Oh, I'm so sorry, but we do. Chapter one. Eloise, our female lead, who... Ah, just that name. I can't deal with it. Like, Eloise is the name of either a child or an old woman. There is no in-between. I can't... Uh, She should be like... Running around New York. Yeah, isn't she the one that like lives in the hotel in that book so. and stuff? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's beside All the right, point. Anyway, so this Eloise is a physical therapist. Uh, she works with her, she works at her parents' like clinic thing. She has a sister named Sophie who is in, med- in medical school at the University of Rochester and just, oh, who the fuck cares? I do. I do. <laughs> Sophie will come up later and she's actually one of my favorite characters, but we'll get to her in a little bit. Uh, so one day, while Eloise is laying out magazines at their office, she sees an article that conveniently has the teaser, Trouble Having Orgasms? You need to read this! Does she have trouble having Spoilers, orgasms? Spoilers! She does have trouble having an orgasm. It's too bad. It's very convenient. It's like Cosmo knew. Mm, Cosmo always knows. <laughs> <laughs> so she decides to take the magazine home so that she can read the article more thoroughly. And it turns out it is about genital piercings. Um, this cues what I assume is like an incognito Google Chrome window well, research so. session about genital piercing. I hope so. <laughs> it goes on for a long time uh, and, and she just kind of gets more and more confused and doesn't really know how to feel about this. Uh, mm-hmm. She tries to distract herself in the normal way anyone would by making a Western omelet and going to bed at 10 p.m. <laughs> Surprisingly, that does not work. Um, and she's still kind of stuck on this idea of having mind-blowingly good orgasms. Do you know how I'm going to take my mind off of an orgasm? <laughs> good old Western I omelet. I mean, I suppose it is one of the less sexy meals. I guess. Eggs <laughs> is like, not usually it's sexy. It's like thinking about baseball. You just like, have hmm. to make yourself an omelet. Oh, baseball's kind of sexy. Well, they do wear tight pants, but I that's know. not the point. They- Handle bats? <laughs> <laughs> they th- there's balls. <laughs> if that's not sexy, then literally, what is? sex positions are like not sex positions, but like <clears throat> levels of intercourse are based off of baseball terms, yeah. right? Yeah, that's sexy. True, true. Did Bro. we just discover that baseball is the sexiest sport? I think we did. Move over, ice dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I don't even know. Uh, (laughs) I do want to read a short little passage from chapter one because it's just... (laughs) Oh, this girl. I don't don't even know. After an hour of tossing and turning, I grab my phone and Google where to get a genital piercing in Rochester. (laughs) First of all... What? There isn't a Yelp page for that shit? Uh, There are two options. Hell in a Needle and Incredible Ink. If I'm really going to go through with this, I don't think it's going to be in a place called Hell in a Needle. That's fair. That's fair. That's not a good time. It's not a good That's, name of you know, a store. Yeah. Yeah. Not sounds great. terrifying. Yeah. So she finally decides to call Incredible Ink and inquire about piercing her lady bits. End of chapter one. Cool. 
so much happens. Take it away. Really right. nothing at all happens. Well, she goes ahead and calls the tattoo parlor <laughs> and speaks to a nice lady who works there, uh, who also has a whole bunch of genital piercings, mm-hmm. just like all of her genitals. <laughs> How many just, does she have? I don't know. It's just ornamented down there. <laughs> Looks like a fucking Christmas tree down there. It does. Just it crazy. Lights up. It lights up. It's weird. It is. There's like a light show and like a light up Rudolph. She like takes down her happened. pants and it's like, ah. <laughs> so Christmas Lady Bits Lady is like pretty well versed in genital piercings. And so she tells Eloise how great they are. And then she has an, uh, an appointment that day Hooray! open. So Eloise can go and get it all pierced up. Um, in her excitement, Eloise rushes to a room to select her favorite vibrator and puts batteries in it. So they're ready to go because you don't need to heal. Yeah, I don't think she knows how piercings work. Yeah, I have a feeling that you're not going to mm. be able to stick anything up there for a no. while. Hmm. Uh, she gets to the cat tattoo parlor and the person who's going to pierce her bits, <laughs> Kaylee, isn't there. <gasps> No! Instead, there's this, like, super hunky shirtless guy with, like, a bunch of tattoos. Why is there. he working shirtless? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I know tattoos weird. take a long time, but just fucking get air conditioning. Maybe, like, like it's like he's advertising. That's true. Because, yeah, I, I was the lucky one to read all of this book. Mm. And, yeah, it's a whole thing that this guy is covered in tattoos. So, yeah, yeah maybe he is a walking a advertisement. Maybe. And he's like... Oh, hey there. Like, you're Eloise Hutchins, and you're in for a genital piercing to help your orgasm. Like, super like, casual about the whole cool. thing. It's Whatever. actually really funny. Um, and Eloise is, like, embarrassed, but also, like, super turned on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird combination of emotions. <laughs> and he reveals that Kaylee is gone and, quote, unquote, is not coming back. Oh, my God. Did he kill her? I think he might have killed her. <laughs> I think he killed her. Like, in a very short amount of time, too. Yeah. In, like, probably, like, 20 minutes. It's like, yeah. you know what, Eloise? Or not Eloise, Kaylee. You're out of here. That's it. Can't yeah, she's dead. Stand she's you. in pieces in the basement for sure. Totally. Her head is in the toilet. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, not really sure why, but it is. <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. Um. Okay, so <laughs> he's like totally happy to do the piercing, and he's like, "Don't worry, girl. Don't you worry, bitch. I'm professional." Um. <laughs> you probably shouldn't say "bitch" in a sentence where you're claiming to be professional. <laughs> I'm the most professional, <laughs> bitch. And she's, and Eloise is like feeling kind of weird about the whole thing and thinks about leaving. And that's yep. about all that happens in chapter two. Yeah. Yeah. The unfortunate thing about this book, well, there are several unfortunate <laughs> things about this book, but one of them is that there are no chapter numbers. It just continues to switch back and forth between the male and female characters. And so it, it, I quickly lost track of what chapter we were mm. on. Um, so. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. No one really cares. I, I guess. So here we are. Beginning of the next chapter. No one we, is actually following along. Like True. No one <laughs> no one reads these books as critically as we do. <laughs> I have a feeling. Uh, so now we switch to Gabe's per- perspective. Gabe, the guy's name? Gabe is our tattooed friend. Gabe? Yeah. So this name. guy knew who Eloise was before she even came in. Um, kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, he saw her name on the appointment book and was like, what? That's the girl I had a crush on in grade school. Oh my God, no way. She's coming in for a genital piercing. That's weird. <laughs> it's weird because his inner monologue alludes to some sort of shitstorm that happened in seventh grade, like talking about how like he hated her guts the last time he saw her and it was his last day of school before he moved away and like, you know, blah, everything in her in my life was her fault and stuff. But the thing that struck me as weird is that this is his 
inner monologue and it's still incredibly vague. Like, I feel like if someone is thinking about past trauma, they're probably not going to think about it in a cliffhanger sort of way. <laughs> so True. I just thought that was really weird. But, like, it's a book, so, like, you gotta have the mystery. Yeah, Like, these true. books are full of mystery. <clears throat> yeah, so like, it, it becomes clear that some kind of something weird happened between his family and hers that she doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. So that leads us to our first game yes. that we are calling Premature Predictions. Premature Predictions. Where <laughs> we predict the end of the book. Yep. Um, or in this case, we're gonna predict what did go down. Or, Right. Yes, you're right. I'm We're gonna stupid. predict the past. Yep. So the the questions that that I asked Caitlin were: Why does Gabe blame Eloise for the fact that his family had to move away? So since I already read it, I don't have an answer because I like since I already know, I didn't, I wasn't able to. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but I only read it. So basically, <clears throat> how this podcast is run. I'm taking a little background story. <laughs> um, one of us takes a lead with these and yep. reads the entire book and basically teaches the other person everything that happens in the book. Yep. So I didn't get past this, whatever this chapter is, and I made a prediction about <laughs> why everything went down. And I'm just trying to bring it up right now because it it's not as detailed as some of my other You really fan get fiction. into these. I think I get fan fiction now. I think I understand it. Okay. So here, here we go. Okay. So in seventh grade, Gabe was like a quiet, awkward goth kid. And he was like really nice, but he had his ears pierced and his hair dyed black and eyeliner, you know. Basically the poster child for Hot Topic. Right. Okay. Sure. Sure. So he like really liked Eloise because she was like the cute girl with the wardrobe from Hollister. She's like that kind of bitch. Mm. Um, <laughs> she would like become a nice person, I guess. By the time she hung out with all the other Hollister kids and they stuck, they stunk <laughs> of the dark asshole of the store. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. This is what I think. Hollister, Hollister is kind of like an asshole. It is. Anyways, they were stuck to they they were stuck together. So Gabe and Eloise were stuck together in a project. Mm. Um, it's a history project. On Classic Her- Herbert Hugh Hoover. So <laughs> what? It was a history project on Hoover. Obviously, <laughs> I just like that you used his full name. Like you could have just said Hoover, and we would have known what you were talking about. But Herbert Hoover. <laughs> you decided to do and and his middle name as well. <laughs> just, it's a level of detail that I admire. Yeah, I go I go deep. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is a deep cut on Hoover. Hoover. Um, okay, so he was just like so sweet and she just kind of walked all over him and she was like obsessed with her, I don't know, like Zune and Uggs or whatever they were. <laughs> whatever the fuck the kids were into in at that time. Seventh grade. I did do like this. I did you look didn't. back. Oh, well, I figured they were like our age, so I did look yeah. back to be like, what was popular like when we were in seventh grade? Oh, jeez. Yeah, like Uggs and Zunes. I don't really know. Zunes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not even sure what a Zune is. It's like an off-brand uh, uh, like video iPod. All right, whatever. Yeah, I still have no idea what that is. <laughs> Took like three days to download a movie. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were they had to meet up for their at her place to use her computer for part of the project. So on her desk in her bedroom was a Twilight book because that was popular. Yeah, actually, true. it was like pre-popular then. Did the math? Um, <laughs> which came out the year before, and he was carrying the book in his backpack too. And so like, oh no, they like bonded over their love for terrible vampire romance because of course a goth guy and like a you know kind of a popular girl I suppose that is that, like that is that book's demographic i literally put it bridges the two demographics um, <laughs> so they spent the day instead of doing the project bonding over the book Aww. um and so the next day gabe like scrambles to find eloise because they need to complete the project or else they'll fail the class and he runs about, into her and her friends in the library and eloise is worried about her friends t- thinking about like you know the goth weirdo kid yeah and so she's like 
what do you want me to meet you in the library for? Are you trying to sell me pot? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then the principal came so by. So detailed. Like, no. I'm, yeah. So the principal came by and he immediately dragged Gabe to his office and expelled him oh, for selling pot. no. Even though he didn't actually sell pot. Wow. So his, yeah. So his parents believed Gabe, of course, but they like mm-hmm. had to switch schools because, right, right, you know, right. reputation follows him. Sure. So he like ditches the goth gear, becomes like a football player and like, oh, like <laughs> hunky. I love how detailed you get with these. <laughs> That's part of the reason I didn't come up with an answer because it was not going to be as good as yours. So he really didn't like the football team because it was like... <laughs> It was like too jockey, and he oh missed. My God, like, you're still going. <laughs> he missed being artsy, so he joined the art club, and that led to him like really finding a place with tattoos. Sure, sure. And so he ended up being a tattoo. That is artist. legit. That's <laughs> so legit. he had to leave school because she called him out for mm. selling pot. I, is the moral of that story? <laughs> yeah, that was a really wonderful and detailed prediction <clears throat> i hate to break it to you but you're completely wrong i know because i then after i made the prediction i read the rest of yeah yeah so mm-hmm. but i think it, it's, it's, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a solid guess yeah it really is yeah she yeah okay anyways so there was that uh <laughs> finishing finishing up that section um after a moment of feeling weird about the whole thing eloise decides like you know what to hell with it i'll let this guy pierce my junk sure um we do have some fun, uh, some fun phrasing from Gabe in this, um, in his inner monologue. <laughs> so one thing he thinks is, is she doing this for a mind-blowing orgasm? I'll give her one so intense it'll blow her head off. Ooh. Dot dot dot. I wonder if she remembers me. <laughs> <laughs> that just cracked me up. Like his his stream of consciousness is so funny. <laughs> and the other one is, um. <laughs> This is what I alluded to at the beginning. My dick twitches at the knowledge Eloise Hutchinson is about to drop her panties for me. Ugh. Like, I mean, as Ugh. as someone who does not personally have a dick, mm. I don't know if twitching is something that a dick does. Maybe it does feel that way. I'm not sure. Yeah. Someone with knowledge is shaking their head. So that I'm going to go with is not a thing. I don't think so. But I suppose this was written by a woman so she's guessing that, like, uh, yeah, I'm just, just imagining, like, like, yeah, I'm imagining it, like, twitching, like, like, I don't know, like, some, like, a creature is trapped in your pants and it's trying to get out. Like, like, you've got a squirrel in your jeans. Yeah. No one wants a squirrel in your jeans. Back to Eloise. Um, gave just, like, I don't know, gave her some bad news about how long it takes to get a genital piercing to heal. Six months is how long it takes, in case anyone's wondering. Yep. So no swinging from the chandelier sex. His words, not ours. <laughs> sounds dangerous. Is that yeah, what right? Sia was talking about? I don't know. I thought that song was about partying, but maybe I was wrong. I mean, sex goes along with partying, so. True. Mm. Mm. I don't get invited to those parties. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> We're not cool enough. Uh, all right. So she asks if it's all right to, you know, <clears throat> just like. Doodle on the lady harp for a while. Play the lady harp yep. on her own. Um, Take herself on a little adventure. Yeah. Go solo mocking. <laughs> no one else knows what solo mocking is, so now we're going to have to explain that. So one day we were walking through uh, we were walking through Minneapolis, and I saw people who had strung up hammocks in a public park. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, I just think it's kind of interesting that Minneapolis is the kind of place where you can just string up a hammock anywhere and nobody cares. And Caitlin informed me that the kids call it mocking. Yep, that's what the cool kids call it. 
and somehow that led to mocking becoming a euphemism for sex of some kind. Yeah, so we were like... Solo mock is where you do it on your own. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, so you went out with that guy from Tinder last night. Did you guys, like, mock it up? Nah, nah, it turned out he was shit, so I just went home and had a little solo mock. <laughs> Took yourself on a little adventure? Indeed. <laughs> so that's what a solo mock is. It's like solo mocking. Mock it like it's hot. <laughs> mock it like um, it's hot. All right, so... <laughs> So the answer to that question is, yes, she can play the lady harp while she waits for her piercing to heal, just gently. Probably not with the vibrator. I mean, like, depending on the type, it would probably be okay. It's like not directly on the piercing. Yeah, because the piercing is on her clitoris, not Mm. on the whole thing. Yeah, true. All right, so uh, Gabe takes a look at her Sherwood Forest. (laughs) My favorite term for lady bits. Lady bits. Um, He tries to be professional while, you know, like poking around at her and stuff and explaining what different piercings would go. But she's like a little too super into it. Yeah, like to the point he has to grab a towel. No joke. Yeah, I didn't tell you that part until now. I don't like it. I know. It's weird. And then he's like, I'm not sure piercing is what you need. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Hot. So, so then we get back to Gabe's perspective, and he tries to explain to her that given the fact that she's clearly super turned on right now, her lack of orgasms might not be a physical problem. Mm. Uh, then he picks now the weirdest time ever to remind her that they went to elementary school Wait, together. Like, while he's like in her, yep. her forest? Face in the Sherwood <laughs> Forest. And he's like... By the way, do you remember me? And she's like, well, I uh, can't see your face right now because it's in my vagina. Um, did she actually say that? No. Oh. <laughs> no, sadly, Eloise does not talk like me. Mm. Um, at that point, he realizes he'd very much like to bang it, to just bang her brains out. So yeah. uh, he asked her to have dinner with him. And nice. his, his exact words were, you know, just two old friends having dinner, followed by having your mind blown. And uh, she's she's not really like she's kind of being coy about it. She's not sure about this. She thinks he's joking. So he offers to make a bet with her that he can make her come without the piercing. And that just, it took a turn. I did not think that gambling was going to come into this. But how much did. did they bet? They didn't. Oh, yeah, that's she was. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. All right. Well, never right. mind. Next chapter. Whatever chapter this is, because we don't have chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Next bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. They have some back and forth about whether Gabe is actually going to give her the big O. Yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> Just think of, like, O Magazine. It's <laughs> <Just picture laughs> Oprah. It's Oprah's nickname. Oh, no. No, we can't say stuff like that. Oprah's people have scopes. No, sorry. Oprah. They will find us. <laughs> we can't be the first one to make that connection. <laughs> um, then Gabe's business partner, Ryan, shows up to Cockblock. Classic Ryan. Ryan. Just fucking Ryan. Uh, and Eloise runs out of there like a bat out of hell is what Laura wrote here. She That's likes to fun make fun saying. of how I write my outlines. <laughs> Get out of here like a bat out of hell. <laughs> I can't help it that I'm like a bluesy country bumpkin, okay? <laughs> she ran out of that tattoo bar like a bat out of hell. Get out of here. Apparently where I grew up and learned how to speak, it's 1945. The devil's like, you back it out of here. And so he runs out of hell. <laughs> Bats fly, by the way. They don't run. Not in hell, they don't. <laughs> There's no air down there. <laughs> they can't fly. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm reading this whole outline is in the voice of a 19, <laughs> 1940s. I, 
That's not what I was trying to do. It's just my stream of consciousness trying to explain this book to you. They spilled the beans, see? That's going to come up a lot later. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did, I did say spill the beans a whole bunch. Um, so then she runs home. I'm picturing, like, full sprint, like, just runs all the way yeah, home. Yeah, she leaves her car at the tattoo parlor. Just, like, she's like, just fuck it. booking it all the way home. Yeah. Um, she's all, like, embarrassed. And then she realizes she left her panties at the parlor. Oh, no! The panties at the parlor! I hate it when I leave my panties at the tattoo parlor. Classic. Classic Laura. <laughs> she always has to buy new panties. It's true. Um, she's all hot and bothered, so she tries to take herself on a little solo mock. <laughs> but she can't stop thinking about Gabe, which I feel like would that would make it easier. Yeah, why don't you just like, roll with it and shirtless finish. and yeah. hot? <laughs> so, like, I don't know. just let it happen, girl. I don't know. Nobody's there. So she resigns herself to take a nap instead. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a nap. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just gonna take a nap. <laughs> Uh, then she goes to her parents' place for dinner, and her younger sister Sophie quickly figures out something is up with our girl Eloise. Sure. So she spills the beans. See? Some of them. Not all of them. <laughs> she spills some of the beans, blurting out that she left her panties in a tattoo parlor. <laughs> There's like some spit takes and broken plates and... No other details are shared. So that's yep. a fun yep. story. She's like, how long that she just drops that little detail to her sister and then doesn't tell her any <laughs> context whatsoever? She just goes... Yeah, well, I mean, I left my panties at a tattoo parlor today. Leaves the room. And her sister's <laughs> like, the fuck? All right, back to Gabe. Uh, turns out Gabe did not kill his employee. Although That's I nice. think this, <laughs> this book would be a little more interesting if he had. Yeah. Uh, he just fired her for who cares why. And it turns out he <laughs> needs some physical therapy on his shoulder. And guess who's a physical therapist? Exactly. Kaylee. For, yeah. He, nope. <laughs> he has an injury that we don't really know what it's from, but whatever. It's from his days when he was a goth kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doing what? Never mind. He was a football. It was after he was a goth kid playing mm. football. He got a football injury. There we go. It's canon. Head canon. <laughs> Head canon accepted. Again, this is what happens when you internalize your own bullshit. <laughs> like, we just, we start to believe our own nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so, lol, he shows up at the clinic where Eloise works. She doesn't know he's coming. This is about to be real weird. And uh, she's not super thrilled that he just showed up where she works. And, uh... But she agrees to help him out because it seems that he does have an actual injury. Mm. Uh, there's more sexual tension and more dick twitching. Just like, twitch. just like, ah! His, his, like, he just Ugh. really needs to learn how to control his it's dick. like, oh, here's Eloise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel really bad. Oh, God. All right. So, I don't know, chapter nine or whatever the hell chapter we're on. I don't know. It begins with, my panties are on fire. <laughs> His or hers? Hers, I believe. <laughs> okay. I, he might wear panties. I'm not sure at this point. Maybe he does. Just like a nice thong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, yeah, so she tries her damnedest to remain professional while massaging what is apparently like a really like fine piece of meat. He's a person. And Damn. that's not what I wrote. So <laughs> I'm interpreting it. Um, and he's like, I mean, they don't have personalities yet. He's just meats that doesn't really change they continue to not have personalities. so he's like cracking jokes the whole time while she's all over him it's i guess it's pretty funny it honestly was pretty funny it. like you can't go wrong with the good you know <laughs> you're really stiff you have no idea type banter That's like, it's, it, it's pretty funny <laughs> and then he asked her for like dinner slash sexy time once again and she's like no i can't for reasons that i cannot figure I out i don't know uh, so she she hang, goes to hang out with her sister again, and she tells her, like, everything that's happened so far. Um, 
but not before having like four to five margaritas. I lost track while Legit. reading this scene. Um, <laughs> but uh, at this point, I figured out that Sophie is my favorite character, mostly because she says fuck a lot. Um, and it turns out she has a panty tail of her own to weave. Oh, um, well, so panty the, tail. so her <laughs> panty tail <laughs> band name called it. <laughs> Um, so her sister is in med school and apparently to make some extra cash she started auctioning off her used panties on the internet and just making shit tons of money wow it's just such a random side plot line that i think is so funny (laughs) Uh, she tells eloise that she should take gabe up on his offer because hey why not Uh, but eloise is still waffling about it Ah, she's waffling. See? She's waffling so she's got hard. All, got those waffles in her pancakes. Why are you see? making fun of me for saying waffling? <laughs> you know, that's a weird word. God, I can't do anything that's right. Waffling. Oh, she's waffling. See, I just like it because it's not the way you talk; it's just the way you write, and I think that's really funny. <laughs> when I write, my lovable curmudgeon side comes out yeah, a little bit more. You are a lovable curmudgeon. Thank so you, lovable grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we even each other yeah. out. Let's let's move on. All right, so Gabe finds out <laughs> Kaylee has gone to work for her his rival at Helen and Needle. That bitch. I don't care. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. Uh, but the, what is important is that he's going to go see Eloise for his appointment again. And his dick appears to have a mind of his own. And he takes himself on a little adventure in the shower beforehand. It's <laughs> like, Classic. oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> is that the voice of his dick? <laughs> I've decided. I like it. Um, and he gets to his appointment and Eloise tells him she's thinking of taking up on his offer for raging orgasms, mm-hmm. much to his and his dick's surprise. Oh, really? Oh, man. <laughs> oh gee, thanks. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right, back to Eloise. She's going on about her sopping panties again. Gross. Girl. I mean, this it's fine. I Everybody just, has different well, and, levels I of mean, discharge. I mean, great. She'll stuff. she'll never need lube. Awesome. But like fucking hell. But I just do you it, need to talk about it? Yeah, we don't need to talk about it all the time. Anyway. I mainly just don't care. Yeah. I don't care about the level of wet. Yep. In your <laughs> panties. I just I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. You do you. Um and she nearly dies of shock. When um, Gabe insists that they're actually going to go out for dinner before they go to town on each nice. other. Um, and she is, she has a long section where she's, like, weirdly ashamed of how tattooed he is. Like, she's already thinking about him, like, meeting her parents and stuff. I'm That's, like, dude, you, who cares? you don't know this guy. Also, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a grown-ass woman. Who cares what your parents think and about the guy you're sexing? Nice, I guess. Yeah, he's I don't a, know he's, anything about him. Yeah. Throughout the book, he's a pretty nice guy. So they agree to go out that night. We have a nice little, like quick getting ready montage with Eloise. Um, one weird thing. Like, she even does her hair. fun in the background. Like, yeah. Yeah, like just. Yeah, just like a like a 90s like Flipping pop. through her yeah. dresses. Right, yeah. right. All right, sorry. The one weird thing was, so it, it's a whole thing that like she always has her hair up in a ponytail. And so she decides to do her hair for mm. this date. And she she uses what she refers to as an automatic hair curler. I think so, that's a curling iron, a but curling I'm not iron? sure. <laughs> it's like in my head, it's some kind of like hair curling robot. Mm. <laughs> but because even a curling iron is not automatic, you still have to use yeah, like you still, you still have, to, have like, to use your own two yeah. hands to do it. I don't know. I got very distracted and confused about that. So yeah. <laughs> so Gabe comes to pick her up. He brought her a rose. Aww. Nice. 
and they finally kiss, oh, and nice. then they go to get a burger. Nice. They have to immediately leave the first restaurant they go into uh-huh. because they see the guy who owns Helen a Needle, and Gabe is like, "Nope, we gotta go." And it and at first I was like, "Okay, dude, what the hell?" But yeah. it turns out these two men have restraining orders out against each other. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, you genuinely have to leave." Um. Does this issue come up again? Yes. Did I write it down? No, because it was boring. Hmm. So forget. So just forget about that anything to do with Helen Needle that we've forget already it. talked about like three or four times. Yeah. Basically, there's a here. Okay, I will sum up. Are you ready? No, here we go. I don't care. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. So the yeah, this guy Marshall shows up again later, and he. It turns out the girl who was working at Gabe's tattoo parlor went to work for this other guy and it turns out she was stealing shit and that's why mm. Gabe fired her. And then so this Wait, guy is that Kaylee? Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. So right. this so Marshall like confronts Gabe and Eloise is with him at the time, like being like, What the fuck? Why didn't you tell me that this girl is a thief and stuff? And he's like, Well, you have a restraining order against me, so I couldn't contact you. Mm. Also, I don't give a fuck if somebody robs you. And that's basically the end of that. Oh, that was not worth it. Yeah. Like I said, that's why I left it out of the end part. So they go to get food or they go they go someplace else. The details of this whole interaction are pretty basic, but the end of the conversation is pretty funny. Um, and so I want to read that part. What are my what are my accents again? Uh, Snape is yes. Gabe. Uh-huh. Um, OK, so I want your other one to be I want Eloise to be like a real housewife. <laughs> Whatever like, that means to like, you. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So they're so while they're eating in this scene, he starts like talking about all the things he's gonna do to her okay. vagina. Yep. Um, I'm not gonna read that part because it's not as fun. He's okay. just li- it's very clinical. Like he's mm. talking about all. It's like a like a checklist of all mm-hmm. the things he's gonna do. <laughs> so then we have Eloise sits motionless with her eyes. Oh yeah, it, this is his perspective okay. at this point. Eloise sits motionless with her eyes wide and her lips parted as I speak. I don't think she's even breathing. I shovel a piece of chicken into my mouth and watch her react. <laughs> Eloise clears her throat and says, As long as you're not just all talk. With a coy smile, I say, You're wet right now, aren't you? Uh, isn't she always? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> this is my favorite part. She wiggles in her seat and says with a smile, This ravioli is delicious. <laughs> She's like, ooh, shiny. She's like, oh, and so I don't <laughs> is that know. the only part you want to read? Yep, that's the part I wanted to read, just because it's it. funny. <laughs> like, she's, like, trying to change the subject, but it's not working. <laughs> like, like, oh, you poor dumb fool. Uh. So then they move on to another bar, and they run into her sister, Sophie, who's what? out partying with her med school friends. Um, she gives her stamp of approval on how hot Gabe is, and that's about it. Skip. Cool. All right, so he shows her how to play pool for you know the same reason anybody shows anyone how to do anything. Like, what, so he can get up behind her and breathe on her neck? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and then they start messing around on the pool table. Mm-hmm. They're like in a bar, right? Yep. Like yep. They're in are, public. Yeah. Well, they're in like I think if I remember right, they're in like a back room. Still. But yeah, I mean, someone could walk in at any point. This is a public place. And then like he like goes down on her right there. Yep. Like right then just and there. Puts his face right in. And it. like just rocks out in the lady bits for a while. <laughs> and like it's not long before she has her first real orgasm. Yay! Yay! Good for her. She screams. She like, like literally screams. <laughs> and then the barman shows up, as you would when Obviously. you hear like a blood curdling scream come from the back room. <laughs> 
And he's like, well, what the fuck is going on back here? And then they <laughs> For run some out. reason, I imagine that man to be like some kind of giant like cockney guy like hey, he uh, comes back and he's hey, like what the fuck, what is going the on fuck yeah. do you think you're doing <laughs> i can't think of the actor's name but he's like played by garrett from yes um, oh yeah from the, one, the one who's a former professional soccer yeah, player like, yeah like and yeah, she's yeah. the man Vinny yeah. something hey what the fuck, fuck is going on here? all right anyway so they they run out <laughs> and they go to a park and they finish what they started so yeah. good for them and then uh, what happens next unsurprisingly, is uh-huh. a sex scene. Yay! Yay! But it's, like, really unselfish and, like, really nice. And, yeah. like, everybody gets off. Sadly, there's not is... a lot of dialogue, so I didn't think it was worth it to perform that one because it's just a lot of yeah, that's description fair. of what's happening. Yeah, But, like, everybody gets off and everything's great until Eloise starts, like, uncontrollably sobbing. Awkward. She's just, like, so happy she's sad. And he tries to comfort her. Poor guy is so confused. Like, she just starts crying and he's like, oh, my God, what's happening? What do I do? And she, like, just can't believe, like, she had an orgasm. Yay. <laughs> like, she just, yep. Um, then she made her mind that this is meaningless sex and that's not what Gabe wanted to hear. So he drives her home and she runs away from him again. She literally runs away from him. Does he leave her <laughs> panties in the truck? I don't think so. Mm. Um, so yeah, and, and now she's just being a dumbass. Like she pisses me off a little bit. Um, she's all concerned about what her family would think of Gabe. Um, which first it's a little early to be thinking about that, but okay. Um, but it's, apparently it's because her parents loved her ex-boyfriend, a clean cut football player named Chet. Chet. Cue the bruh. eye roll. Like, oh God. I oh, just, bruh. I don't, <laughs> that's all they say about this person. And I hate him. Hmm. He just sounds like a stupid waspy fucker. Like, I just <laughs> don't. Oh, fuck Chet. Very selfish in the bedroom. Definitely. De- actually, she talks about that at one Which point. Which is why she's never had an orgasm. Exactly. I get it. It's all Chet's fault. What a dick. Damn it, Chet. So she goes to work and slowly comes to her senses that maybe Gabe was better than, you know, these other douchebags. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sends him a couple awkward texts, but gets no response. So she thinks it's over, except he shows up at her work again. He keeps doing that. It's a weird thing to mm-hmm. do. Um, and he, he rolls in there and he's like, all right, fine. You want meaningless sex? I'll show you meaningless sex. And they start banging right there in like one of the one of the rooms yes. at this clinic. Yes. And go for it. It's like just yeah, he's like he's like behind her doing the thing, and then the receptionist like bursts in and they're like, Oh, um, okay, not there's really no good way to explain this. And it's like, uh, damn it, Marcy, get back to your computer. Marcy, get back to your desk. (laughs) The phones are ringing off the hook. Marcy Marcy is kind of an asshole. Like (laughs) she does not handle this situation well. Uh, So Gabe gets out of there, and Eloise is kind of a dick about the whole thing, but on the way home, she realizes she's being a dumbass, so she goes over to his place, they decide they're gonna be together, and... Oh, great. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's a whole thing, and then the next day, Marcy's just being a dick about the whole sex on the physio table thing, mm-hmm. and she starts, like, blackmailing Eloise about it. She's like, I'm gonna tell your parents, so you might as well tell them before I do, what and like, weird. yeah, it's a weird... I don't know what she's wanting to get out of this. Is she blackmailing for money or is it like no, the bet where she's it's just... she's literally just being a dick. Whatever. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Hmm. And so she... So Eloise starts texting her sister like, oh my God, what do I do? And she... And Sophie suggests that she bring Gabe to their parents' house for dinner. Um, Eloise texts him to see if he'd like to go. And he literally just texts back, no. Okay. <laughs> like, just ouch. Yikes. I kind of feel bad for her at this point. 
I don't. I don't care about either of these characters. Yeah. These characters just... I know. I don't care. I care so more about boring. Sophie. My favorite thing... I like <laughs> Sophie. In the next scene is Sophie. <laughs> so, like, Sophie, like, lets slip to their parents that Eloise is seeing someone, and it's mm-hmm. a whole thing. Like, they're they're pretty chill about it. But she also talks about... We learn that she's doing so well with her panty selling business that she bought their parents a fucking fountain for their anniversary. <laughs> what? Like, like, a, like a big water feature? Yeah, like, <laughs> like engraved and shit for their what front the yard. Because she's making so much money selling her panties online to <laughs> Japanese businessmen. No joke. That's what she says. It's really funny. Do you funny. go to a fountain store? I don't know where one buys a fountain. How do you deliver it? Yeah, like, does it get delivered for you or do you have to deliver it? Well, wouldn't somebody have to hook it up like that I mean, thing's not gonna work so. right away i have a thousand questions not about very, this fountain. see i want a book about sophie i do i like her but she's uh, business savvy yeah she's just yeah i get it mm-hmm, i get mm-hmm. her eloise ends up telling her parents who she's seeing mm-hmm. and they like they react a little weirdly when she brings up his name because they know who he is yeah they yeah. know who he is but we still don't know why they know Ugh. who he is it's because but she got him expelled right yeah for a spreading room yeah. pot um, but in the end, they they seem pretty supportive well, about it. Well, that's nice. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Gabe's like, hey, Eloise, let's go to the lake house for Labor Day. <laughs> Apparently, they have a lake house. I he don't d- Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, so she's like, I don't know. She tells him about her parents. He starts to get angsty. But it's all right because she decides to take her pants off in the truck. Are you going to read this on the part? Way up- I yeah, think I you am. should. On the way up to uh, the lake house. This scene gets weird. Yeah, I'm only going to read a little bit because it's really long. Um, but <laughs> it, basically-, basically, they have a masturbation party on the way. Yeah, they're just like doing themselves yep. on the way up to the cabin. First of all, dude, you got to drive. Yeah, that's a lot like, of coordination. That's like, not- hopefully it's on a stick shift. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it is. Oh, it's Just not the way you one. think. <laughs> and then they get pulled over by a cop, but it's cool because he knows him. And he's like, yeah. hey, bro, we're just diddling <laughs> ourselves on the way up to and the then, And yeah, this this guy who's a cop is his friend. And he's like, Haha, you know what? Next time, just like pull over and do that and lets him go. I was like, dude, he's like recklessly driving. That's very not good. Cop. Anyways, I'm going to read like the part leading up to yeah. the masturbation off. Masturbation <laughs> station. If you will. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> oh wait, no, what are my voices? I've got oh, Voldemort and they're doing Voldemort, and then um, I want her to be <laughs> that voice you do that uh, the this character always says. I've never had a pair before. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> a little bit of backstory. Um, so I was on a like a school trip in college, going someplace, going to Stonehenge. So no big deal, whatever. Okay. Um, and we've, someone like there's these two we've all really... been to Stonehenge. Calm down. Yeah, I know. Um. <laughs> and there were these two like really obnoxious girls from North Carolina behind me and one girl was like I've never had a pear before and the other girl goes it's like an apple but it's not like an orange <laughs> and like they legitimately had a like hour long conversation about what a pear is or is not like it's like a piece of pizza but it's not like diddling yourself in a car <laughs> I'm so excited about this right. right now. When she got back from her parents' dinner, I was focused on getting on the road when she got home and wanted some. But now that I'm in the confines with her and realize what I'll do for her, I have an overwhelming urge to fuck her. Wow. Um, I don't want to be patient. I've been sitting on wet panties since I left my parents' house. <laughs> Just thinking about you makes me crazy, and now you make them even wetter. Ah! 
Also, I don't think wetter is a word. Like, isn't it more wet? I don't know. No? Wettest? <laughs> wetter? This is what the internet is for. Somebody get on it. <clears throat> it's not good to sit in wet panties. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. You should take them off. <laughs> Eloise undoes her seatbelt and starts to wiggle out of her jeans. I can't believe she actually does it. Like, he was clearly joking. <laughs> I can't fucking believe she's doing this. Holy shits! Are you actually taking your clothes off? <laughs> I am. Were you like this with your other boyfriends? God, no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't even know why you make me act the way I do. Seems like I'm doing a good job of corrupting you. Yeah, you are. My good girl, Eloise, is becoming my bad girl. My dick stiffens. Especially because I know she's only bad for me. She kicks off her jeans, jeans and slips off her panties. See how wet you make me, she says, and drops her panties in my lap. (laughs) Taking my eyes off the highway momentarily, I look at Eloise as she sits bare-assed on my seat. What is happening? Her legs are slightly parted, and I put my hand on her knees and spreads them further. Uh, You're a temptress. (laughs) I can't. Nope, that's it. I can't anymore. You can't anymore? Well, (laughs) I'm also laughing because I tried to look up. Like, the proper way to say, like, if it's wetter or more wet. And, like, when wetter is typed into Google, the first thing that came up with was a weather forecast. (laughs) So it's like, what's the weather today? What is is the weather like today? (laughs) Why? Has anybody anybody read the weather report today? Looks like the weather is going to be raining out today. I (laughs) I got really distracted about that and couldn't breathe. Nice. So I don't know how much more of this I can take. Aren't you going to feel how wet my panties are? Okay, no, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> I can't. This whole scene, like, yeah, she's literally throwing her panties at him. Like, it's so strange. And, and yeah, it uh, by the end of it, she ends up with the handle of a screwdriver in her vagina. God. Oh. It's, it's weird. You don't like it. Yeah. Okay, I, let's I go forward. Yeah, let's just move um, on. All right. So Gabe goes to dinner at Eloise's parents and it's like, Hella awkward, and her dad seems normal, but her mom and Gabe keep, like, giving each other the stink eye. And what are you guys doing? <laughs> he was looking up, like, forms of wet. Mm-hmm. So we have, if we go to the dictionary, wet, an adjective. Oh, wow, okay, I was wrong. Wetter or wettest. I Okay, all right. All right. All right. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. So Wood has got it right. Moistened, covered, or soaked with water or some other liquid. Oh, semen. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah the other idioms are like informal completely mistaken in error he insisted that our assumptions were all wet what, what? i have never heard it used that way in oh, my life that's weird i mean I've, yeah i've heard wet behind the ears and like a wet cappuccino oh, i hate i, I hate have wet. a wet cappuccino no, no no we already did that bit no one likes it <laughs> everybody likes it <laughs> it's funny uh, anyways what the fuck are we doing Gabe goes to Eloise's oh, yeah. parents' house. Her dad's oh, like... Oh, we're getting so close to my favorite game. Her dad's like, yeah, all right. Uh, you seem normal, I guess. But mom and Gabe like, keep giving her the stink eye. Yep. And that's that's what happens until <gasps> the next game. Oh, my God. Which is called uh, Oscar Climax. Which is when we will <laughs> read <laughs> a very dramatic scene from a book. The parts are all written out and all. It's been turned yeah. into a script. It's a whole thing. I had a lot of fun turning this into a script. It um, looks legit. And we'll do it like the uh, improv game goes, except we're not improving. Well, we're kind of improving. Um, 
Okay, so we're going to um, read the scene as if it was going to be performed, like, at the to- at the Tonys or Emmys or Oscars or whatever as, like, best picture or, like, yeah. best actor. So we're going to, like, we're going to break up these roles and we're going to read yeah. the part of this dinner scene. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, I will read Gabe. And, and I will read everyone else. Because Gabe is a lot of lines. <laughs> All right. I will also be reading the the stage directions, which I wrote based on the action in the book. So here we go. Pierce me, an unauthorized radio play. The scene begins in the middle of dinner with Eloise's family. Gabe and Mrs. Hutchinson are clearly uncomfortable. Gabe pushes his plate away. I can't do this. I'm sorry, Eloise. I tried. I really did, but I can't do this. He stands. Mr. Hutchinson. Gabe, please. Eloise, it's okay, it is, I promise, you just have to get to know them is all. Know them? They're acting like they don't know who I am! (laughs) I can't believe you. I come to your house, and you avoid me. I sit down and you pretend like I'm a stranger, and that nothing ever happened. Alright, what's going on? (laughs) Mrs. Hutchinson, you think this isn't hard for me? Would someone tell me what the fuck is going on? Eloise, I wanted this to work, I really do. But your family is too important to you. You said so yourself. You can't have a relationship with someone without them being involved with your family, and I tried. But there's no way this is gonna work. I can't walk in here and pretend everything's okay. When your mother is the reason my own mother is dead ah! <laughs> why didn't you tell me <laughs> i didn't want you to feel bad i was hoping i could pretend the past never happened but i can't but as much as i want to i can't see a future with for us i can't deal with your parents and you need them in your life there's no way around it. <laughs> he leaves. Eloise re-enters the dining room. Why didn't you tell me you knew him? Why does he think his mom died because of you? <laughs> because she did. I missed the cancer. <gasps> Fuck. Damn. So that's the end of that scene. We finally found out why Gabe doesn't like his uh, doesn't like Eloise's mom. He apparently blames her for the fact that his mother died of cervical cancer. That makes sense. <laughs> Not really. Mine it really doesn't. I think mine made more sense. <laughs> I think yours does make more sense. <laughs> because I, I, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so there we Gabe's go. mom, Rose, died of cervical cancer. Yep. Right? Okay. Apparently. Mm-hmm. It's brought up and, now. Yeah. And her mom, Eloise's mom explains that Rose was her friend as well as a patient, but like, a physical therapy patient. Yeah. Not like, not like Eloise's mom is an oncologist. Right. So. Which is the thing I can't figure out about this, like, conflict in the book. So. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, like, Gabe's mom came to her with back pain and didn't tell her about any other symptoms. And, like, it's like, yeah, no one is going to immediately jump to, oh, you probably have cervical cancer. Yeah. Especially when you go to a physical therapist yeah. and not a doctor. Right. And so, yeah, this this whole thing does not make sense at all. And Gabe is just kind of having none of it. Um, 
And then he he finally like comes around on the whole thing when Eloise's mom shows him that she has a tattoo of a rose over her heart because mm-hmm. she felt so bad about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she also apparently used like half of her income from that year, the year that Rose died, to set up a trust fund for Gabe and his sister. Oh, that's really nice to like pay for them to go to college, and he never knew about this. And like, it, yeah, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But again. I don't understand why he blames her for this. It yeah. logically makes no sense. Right. But- Even if she was his doctor <clears throat> doctor and she missed it, these things unfortunately happen. Yeah. All right. Let's finish this book. We're almost done. There's We're so, so close. Done. So basically, Eloise shows up shortly after that and she says she wants a tattoo and she'll let him tattoo her whole body if that means they can be together. Oh, God, these people. <laughs> I can't deal with these people. Um, so then they start having sex again because why not? And right before, oh yeah, they're at the tattoo parlor at this point. By the way, they like having sex in like offices, don't they? It's a very specific kink, Mm -hmm. very specific. It's like sort of exhibitionist, but not really. But like not really. Um, they're about to finish, and his inner monologue is like, "Wait, I want to lick you real quick. (laughs) I need to remember the taste." For six months. <laughs> and as I was reading it, I was like, wait, why? <laughs> so and I was so confused. Just, I need to remember your taste for like, oh, four <laughs> years, three days, 20 minutes, 21 minutes. <laughs> and I guess half an hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the reason for that is because she is going to get the piercing after all. Yeah. And they can't foink for six months. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. So we get, yeah, the, like, so this bad. actually isn't the end of the book, but I decided that I wanted it to be the end because the epilogue is really dumb mm. and so basic it hurts. Um, so what I am going to call the end of the book uh, is these two lines. So Eloise says, I would love for you to pierce me. Think of it as a promise ring. It's my promise to never hurt you again. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does and the then piercing. he gives her the he fucking gives her the piercing and we're calling my the head end. <laughs> end of book real end they get engaged it's yeah. unimportant it's really it's, it's dumb. so basic and dumb this book is really good it's, oh god so much happens and yet nothing happens yeah. at all it took me forever to read it because i just i could only read like two chapters at a time well, i couldn't chapters. deal with it and there's no chapters. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You can't have a book be one long chapter. I, I, I mean, you can if you're like Hemingway, but goddamn. But I promise you, so would <laughs> is not Hemingway. <laughs> true. True, true, oh, true, 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 true. So, yeah, that was so how, uh, full of dick twitches. Yep. Wet panties. Mm-hmm. End of End list. Of list. <laughs> Again, not very good at making lists. Um... Uh, <laughs> So I guess yeah. How how are you? How are you feeling? We've done a few of these now. Yeah. How how are we? I'm how are we doing sanity wise? Not well. Like <laughs> everything I think about is romance novels. It turns everything turns into a weird double everything, entendre now. It does. Yeah. Like my mind is just in really weird places. Yeah. But like not in a fun way. Not in a fun way. <laughs> but like at the same time, it is a lot of fun. Like I'm having so much fun with this podcast. <laughs> But also, my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I just think I need to read some more good books. I need yeah. to, like, break up. Yeah, we need to balance our romance lives a little novels. bit more. But on that note, bye. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. <laughs>